This is exactly right. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgariff. Hello, Karen Kilgariff, my friend. Hi, Chris Fairbanks. How are you? I'm terrific. I, uh, Great. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel fantastic. I just found $500. Who, who's driving? Um, <laughs> Johnny, we will enter it with the... Johnny, with, I know, we I just want to know. We like to pretend. I just want to know who's driving we, first before... We pretend that okay, we're about to why, pick you that's up. That's what I thought. So the sound effects, God, okay. you'll know when we're opening the fake it's car door an and you're getting in. Uh, okay. Right now, we're okay. just driving through LAX. If you can yeah, we're pulling. That. We're going to pull up to your um, your workspace, <laughs> your WeWare <laughs> cop. <laughs> yeah, just do the sound effects. Move it along. Wait a second. Really quick, Chris, how did you really found $500 cash? Yes, I, it was uh, a portion of my, I sold posters and my, the tour, by the way, was so much fun. Everyone loves you, Karen. They, they love you. Oh, no, thank you. I mean, look at this. Oh, (laughs) that is a license plate, a Dinar license plate from one of our favorite fans, Shmoo. Who probably is a huge fan of uh, Johnny Pemberton. She has the best yes. taste, in my she opinion. Is, she is the best. Me. And I went to Davenport to that haunted mansion, and she lives in Davenport, came to the <gasps> show, and brought me what they gave her a third license plate. And, That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> and it earned her a free poster. But the, <laughs> the rest of the money, I just, I, I am so scatterbrained, even though I have experienced clarity lately because of not drinking. Yeah, I still am willing to take all the money and without taking note of what I'm doing, wrapping it in an old pair of underwear, because in my mind, if someone does break into the room and there were nefarious sounds outside in the alley behind the the hotel, I was at motel. Uh, I wrapped it in underwear because I figured no one's going to grab a pair of underwear if they're you in my not, room. Unless they're perv robbers. Right. So they would only smell it and then smell that there's also money in there. They're then they're like, enough. you know, this smells like even better cash. Yeah. <laughs> but I uh, I just found it and I'm very, very happy. That uh, is exciting. Hard, yeah. Cold, hard cash. Are you going to throw it or do anything fun with it before you spend it? You know, I'm so boring. I think I'm going to go with it and put it in an envelope and jam it in an ATM. No. Mark. I Mark, know. No, don't do that. We got to bring Johnny in. Oh, sorry. Let's do it. 
No, no, we want you in this conversation. We want you in this conversation. We We want to know what you would do with the cash. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, I bit my tongue again. I have sharp molars. You you know this man from clubs and colleges. He is the, a sweetheart. Is he, he connected me with his father, who's one of the best ass men, and he connected me to another guy. That's a medical issue that I and I owe it to Johnny and his family that that's all patched up. We don't have to talk about that, but I do want to talk to him now. Put your ears together for our friend Johnny Pemberton. Yay! Yeah. Hey, it's great to be here. Yeah. 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 Remember when you did that, when you helped me, Johnny? You mean, do I remember about 11 or 12 years ago? More. I'm afraid think, it was I think more it was like, like... Was it 14, 15 years ago? <laughs> I think it was like 18 years ago. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Wait, I, what was your big your big opinion about Chris putting cash in the ATM? Oh, you yeah. said no? Hold on to the cash. If you've oh, got really? cash, just keep it on hand and use it sparingly. Yeah. You cash. I think you're right. Yeah, Unless you have a ton of cash, don't deposit. Because also, you hear about banks, right? Right, you're yeah, right. I've heard, I've heard, yeah. So I should just put it under my mattress and sleep on it. I would not put it under a mattress. I would put it someplace less obvious than a mattress. Like a pair of underwear. Yeah. yeah. Can I tell you guys that at the smoke shop I bought, <laughs> the smoke shop I hang out at, I bought um, a Pringles can that has a false bottom and you can stick Ooh. money into it. Yeah, famously mm-hmm. for a while, you could get Aquanet or Lysol that was yeah, a like bank. A roach shaving cream. Yeah. Yeah. And did then just hide there? it in your, yeah. Did you go to get that? Did you go to smoke shop just to get that? No, I was in there. I think I dipped in to get, because I find smoke shops have the best choice of lighters so much better than like standard 7-Eleven, which I'm usually right because I just got a Def Leppard lighter at Ooh. this smoke shop. So I was just like, this is the best. I feel like it's from 1985. I have to buy this. And then I look over and you know, the cases where they have like glass pipes and all the different things. And then there's just like home, kind of home safety, quote unquote, equipment. And then there was just a bunch of fake products that were actually mini plastic safes. Let's and put so your I weed like, in there. Yeah, exactly. Put your weed in there, man. Try to hide your gun in a Pringles can, man. My little minigun, my little like metal pea shooter. <laughs> your ghost gun that you mm-hmm. got on the Silk Road. Well, that one that they have in Men in Black. Remember that one? The little tiny. The tiny, but it's super powerful. It's really yeah. powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't. It's the power. It's a tiny, a big punch in a tiny package. It's a lesson. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a symbol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish they could uh, evaporate the, the traffic here at LAX with a gun like that. <laughs> this is terrible. We can't, we're not yeah, even at Terminal 7 yet. This is ridiculous. Well, I'm it's glad crazy. you so effortlessly and silently were able to enter the vehicle. Yeah, yeah we you know, appreciate that's sort of my that. thing. I yeah. surprise my Lyft drivers all the time. Oh, he's in the car. Oh, God. Yeah. I came up through the exhaust pipe again. <laughs> Hello. Like Santa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was in a haunted mansion, Johnny. Uh huh. And uh, I don't think I experienced. I was awake all night because I was scared that I would just be <laughs> flanked by a group of, uh, you know, exorcists or I mean executioners. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was connected mm-hmm. to an asylum. This place, all this of, is it, where in Iowa, sacred ground. Yeah, Davenport, Iowa. Iowa's got nothing. There's nothing happening there. I mean, I a doorknob did go click. But I think that was just like the wind. It latched at like a gust of wind sucked the door shut. Uh, 
I don't know. I'm open to it. I was open to it. I'm like, do you want to come through the door? I actually said it out loud. Do you believe in ghosts? I guess so. I don't think, um, I don't know. I went to the Zach Baggins Museum uh, last week in Vegas. Oh my God. I didn't hit record. Um, Karen, (laughs) I hadn't hit record either. Well, guess who did? Karen, we are the same person. I pushed record once we were talking about can safes. God damn it. You got to address the situation. This is how you do comedy on stage. If something's happening, if it's really loud, just address it. You know what? As right now, let's act like we're a three person improv team. And this happened to us Mm -hmm. on stage, but for some reason we're recording. So now we're all just, we're going to deal with the problem with the audience through comedy. Oh my God. Like, uh, oh, my God, I can't believe I made this mistake. Yeah. Karen, what are you doing there chopping those carrots in the kitchen? Yeah. And this kitchen sure is hot. Whew. I hate it in the kitchen. I'm going to open this window. See, oh. you, you, you know, but it. I knew you would do that. I knew That's, you would. Is make, that a no? That's you, not a no, is it? I <laughs> just changed. I did gave myself an action. We established where it was. And Karen said, I hate it here. I have to go. I have, <laughs> yeah, but you're a terrible opinion. improv troupe. That's what, I, it's what she always does. It's what uh, I do. You're chopping carrots in the kitchen. She's like, no, I'm not. You're I under arrest. I don't. Stop putting me in the kitchen as a woman. I'm going out the window. It's, That's a you good know, point. My, rebellious right that's on me did you know i did over a thousand improv shows on zoom over the pandemic no No, you didn't because i didn't no i did not (laughs) (laughs) i would not be alive i think if that was the case did you do the zoom show i did a couple of them and i think i had i had fun twice yeah i had fun two of them and they were really fun only because it was like basically hanging out with some strangers Yeah. And one time, because I, I basically covered myself in Vaseline and uh, was smoking a cigarette in the house. <laughs> I don't know oh. Something like that. That was fun. Otherwise, all the other ones were kind of like, eh, this is uh, like, you know, trying to make a bed out of mud. It's yeah. heavy lifting. Yeah. It's yeah. heavy. Also, I very quickly lose not just um, any kind of confidence about any idea, like how I really blew oh, it yeah. during that improv. Um, I in, <laughs> My brain immediately goes blank, and then I just start getting mad. And that's usually the place, like, I, I think I did two of those Zoom shows, and both times I was like... Oh wow, I'm way angrier than I think I should yeah. be. This is not, this is just kind of shining a light on the problems I have with myself. I'd, I would get mad too. I'd get uh, you've seen me do it. Get out, take off in a huff and start doing chin ups on camera as if chin-ups. to intimidate. Chin-ups. Yep. Nice. I don't the like best. the riffing that's going on here. I'm going to do chin ups in the background. <laughs> it was really that was actually very funny. Because if you just always act like you're doing a bit, no one will ever know what your real feelings are. It's a bit when I screamed at you all. It's a bit. Everything's a bit. Yeah. Everything's a bit. Chris is a bitman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm riddled with bits. Well, he's a bit of a bitman, so you might want to be careful when you're talking to him. Bit of a bitman. I like think, imagine you, Johnny, where it's like, so like technically we're in quarantine for like two years. Uh So that's like 
a little over 700 days. So that means you did, if you did thousands of improv shows, that was like thousands? you were doing two a day. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was I was every clocking day. in. Yep. I was up at seven every day doing my 10-minute calisthenics, and I'd meet with uh, Brian, Jeffrey, David, Steve, and Tom, and we'd do our, <laughs> our uh, run-through of the of the show, a practice mm. improv group with our, with our coach, um, Elder Jackson. And, and you uh, do uh, ver- vocal uh, warm-ups for that. Could you give us a sample uh, of those? Hee-ha! There we go. Sheila sang sexy songs. Sheila sang (laughs) sexy songs. And a down Sheba. Stuff like that. Those are some classic. He got a down Sheba. That's what we always do. Down Sheba. Down (laughs) Sheba. Have you ever played a character, Johnny, of a, a, like an improv coach or an improv uh, group mm. leader, I feel like you could really, you Oof. could riff on something like that yeah. for quite some time. I think that would be a fun a fun character to do if that character was also a, like, a murderer, you know? Mm-hmm. That would be a fun character, actually, to have, like, the, the do, what do you call it, duplicity, the, um, yeah. That's the know. secret you bring on stage with you, is that you're, yeah. you're, tr- you're pretending to try to get everybody to get along, but you really actually want to end all of their lives. Oh, right. yeah. Like yeah. that game show host, whose name I don't remember. Who? Wasn't there a game show host that From was the a Gong spy show? or a killer of some kind? Well, I think he claimed to be a spy because he was a little bit, you know, uh, unmedicated. Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. man we were talking about, of course, Pat Sajak. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Sajak, the sniper. Sajak? Did Pat die? Sajak? He's still around, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. God. Him and Vanna. Like, so Wheel of Fortune is no different today than it was in 1982. Mm-hmm. No. Even the visuals. It's crazy to me. Even sometimes the prizes. It's like, that's been laying around a while. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, really well, like, dusty. Like a dinette set. <laughs> yeah. Here's it's just a trip to Constantinople. <laughs> we should have changed that. It's now Istanbul. Like really oh, well. old gifts. Well, it's only better now. Yeah. <laughs> that was a way better version of Wheel of Fortune when the person won their round and they had like, say, $3,800 and then they got to go shopping and they're... Do you remember? You guys are probably oh, too young. I know, I remember. I, of oh, you do? I was watching that. I was watching where, that. <laughs> where it's like their heads floating and they're like, a uh, trip to Constantinople for 800, please. And then they're like, take down the thing or like, oh, yeah. The ceramic greyhound for 500, please. And they're using up all their. And then Pat Sajak goes, okay, 200 left. You've got enough for the, you know, wheelie bar or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think that I would, I don't know how. Uh, Wheel of Fortune could ever be complicated for anyone, but I do think I zoned out when it was like uh, the mathematical adding of a, of a prize values. I think I, I tuned out a little bit. That makes I sense with you. I I'm get that, that bad at math. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, I do. I, I do see you having trouble with that game. No, I mean I'm not offended. You think I am? I'm not. <laughs> no, I, I don't appreciate think you're that either. you notice that math cripples me on any level. I math, appreciate, but just like anything that involves that level of thinking. And mm. not acting, not like moving, you know? Yeah, yeah, you're yes. right. If I have to sit still and do addition, I'm I'm crippled by it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm breaking oh. the rule of the dog barked. Hey. Ooh. Trust Atmospheric. Me, it's going to come from all of our screens. Dogs exist, and mm-hmm. we're glad they do. Yeah. This dog, you can't lock her down. She's just big. I, I, I noticed your dogs. Yeah, I got it looks two. looks like one dog. But it could be. It looks like one two-headed dog. <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is? What was that cartoon? With the, oh, uh, I don't know what it was called. Cat dog. There was oh, yeah. a cat on one end and a dog on the other. 
the ultimate, that's Satan's greatest invention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that does look like a long vermicular, like a Vermicular? Yeah. That's yeah, a word. I don't like, know why like I say that. I think vermicular <laughs> means like vermicilli. Oh. Round and long, and that, that that dog is nothing. It's more like just a hot dog with two Vermicular. dog heads. <laughs> yeah, that is a new one. That does not seem like a Fairbanks word. I, you know, I don't pull it out much, and when I do, it's incorrectly used. I assure Vermicular. you that. That's how we know it's a special a occasion. Yeah, Chris threw down that ten dollar vocabulary word. Yeah, it's word. That's Christmas. a good one. Yeah. You're welcome. I mean, my gift to you both. That's um, what we know. We were so excited to have Johnny Pemberton on. We haven't seen him in so long. We yes. adore him so much. We forgot to press record. Both and at the we're same pulling time. out all our big words that we know you love and will make you happy. We simultaneously forgot to record together. I get so excited for the unified clap that I was like, oh, there's this, something has to take place before that clap to show yeah. that we're we're actually doing the, that part. Yeah. Oh, oh, the clap. Okay yeah, the clap. Now. Sorry about the possible bad sound up top. We're all vermicular. We've had a, <laughs> a, a attitudinal vermicular <laughs> adjustment of Cadillac to tame. <laughs> I also like corrugated and galvanized. I miss you. It's been those. a corrugator, little kid. <laughs> Extra calapid old. I don't know. I'm trying to think of You do, though. You do. Are you kidding me? Uh, there's a possible vehiculated sound ductra board. <laughs> My friend Christopher Lockado Farabankarikayas <laughs> regretfully misinformed himself for presticulating the buttonious <laughs> recorder rastabout. <laughs> he has failed to recorderate this instantaneous momentary idea of vehiculation of a do you need a ride? <laughs> you, uh, see, that's a leader right there. You have to become, that was, that was inspirational. That was even, even though it didn't make sense. I wanted that's to follow That's Johnny's character. No sense. The mayor yeah. of New Orleans. Welcome. The mayor of New Orleans? <laughs> the mayor of New Orleans is here. That's got to be a hard job to be mayor of New Orleans. You're just, people are like handing you cash all the time. Ooh. Well, also, there's so much going on. If there's any city in this nation where there's, like, people go there to party. They go there to, like, get blackout drunk. Mm -hmm. They go there to, like, you know, take their top off in the street. It's like people are showing up to do some misdemeanors yeah. at all times. And there's the existing problems of ghosts and floods. Ghosts right? are big time, big time ghost problem yeah. there. Real jazz ghosts. <laughs> Ancient jazz ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Saxophone yeah. ghosts. Oh, my theory is some of the ghosts, it got so overpopulated, They di a couple did move out to Iowa where Chris was staying. You know, <laughs> they, yeah, they, had, they packed up their instruments and they were like, we ought to get out of here. Who, especially after several hundred years in the same wing of a mansion, you're going to want to eventually pack up and retire. And but isn't that the whole thing somewhere? is you don't have a choice because you're a ghost. It's not like they don't choose to be stuck there it's like oh i'm stuck in limbo right right is that true that's what i think the i think the logic of ghost hunters that's what the logic is the ghost is a spirit stuck between worlds because it was like murdered so violently that it or something right. happened that made it like stuck yeah right. and then it's trying to figure out how to leave so a lot of times i think in the ghost movies or the ghost shows is they're like you know paul blackstone you need to know your wife has died. 
And then your Thank wife you for has the closure. Died. Yeah, they need closure. Paul Blackstone, you are haunting people who are not your enemies. They are just a family who wishes to have more family here. <laughs> Immediately when Johnny started doing that character, I could see the big chunky necklace, like a choker style necklace around his neck. Paul Blackstone, listen to me. They always have like the ergonometer is is going through the roof. <laughs> yeah, you can hear Paul Blackstone's voice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be yeah, I, that stuff is so funny to me. Yeah. All that I we used to watch that show all the time. Ghost Adventures. You ever seen that? Oh, show? Yeah. Oh yeah, love that God. show. Yeah, they're always yeah. so close to seeing something. Uh huh. Or they catch something on tape and they all gather around and they're like, "Did you hear that? Did you hear that?" Yeah. And then and it's like, like "Remember." Remember, yeah. and they're like, "Oh my God, it's a baby crying for yeah. its mother." Yeah. They're saying, "Remember the Alamo." <laughs> yeah, and which would, yeah, Paul Blackstone would say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Paul Blackstone, a known blacksmith in the area, was fond of pizza before it was even available. Paul Blackstone, go home to the other side. Bertram. That is Bertram. what scares me about ghosts: is that yeah, Bertram. I assume Bertram. they're in purgatory and they have unfinished business. And they want me to figure it out. That's what I. That's why I couldn't sleep yeah. before driving all the way back to Chicago. It, that's something about that. I'd like it better if they're just trying to scare me. I'm bored. But no, you want answers? I don't have the answers. Yeah, it's like a, it's very emotional. It's not just kind of like a fun horror movie that then comes to an end and you're like, okay, I woke up in the morning. That was crazy. It's almost like there's a woman wandering looking for her baby or it's like, oh, well, now I have to think about her. Yeah. I or don't like that at all. She jumped off the top turret because her husband, who was a longshoreman, fell into the sea or where it's just like, she's looking for on. him every night, waiting yeah. for him to return. So she haunts the halls of the, the roadhouse inn, waiting for her husband, Paul Blackstone, to return <laughs> from if you his get job a cold as a stevedore. Up your neck. That's it's, Paul Blackstone. Because Paul home. Blackstone was known to have very cold hands from his working on the docks. <laughs> <laughs> it's always that same shit where it's like, and this is why it's this way. And it doesn't make any fucking sense, but allow us to make it sense for you. And then it's like a bar, a, a lady bartender that's walking you down into the basement, like, stop right here. Do you feel that? Do you feel that? That's called Blackstone's chill. It goes 15 degrees down here because Paul, this is where Paul likes to hang out. No, it yeah. isn't. You're just yeah. going down to the basement. <laughs> well, that's, there's no way of describing it. The one time that I'm certain I, that things were going on behind me while I was painting, it was drops in temperature and it's hard to like tell someone that later but it's a drop of temperature right behind your neck that has an emotion attached <laughs> and it, no one's going to believe that you just sound like a crazy person but I do know that I've experienced that which is why I couldn't sleep in this this mansion that did have a tower turret that they're did like it? oh you got to go up there and I'm like no I do not what's it called the place it's called the Renwick Mansion Ooh, and, this uh, is in Davenport, Iowa. Yeah, and it used to have a sky skywalk, which uh, I was like, "What? Why is there no longer?" I guess it was dilapidated, but behind it was an asylum, and it looked straight out of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. There was like a giant room with tall windows where they used to, you know, just rock back and forth over puddles of pee. 
But I, hmm. I, I, I was so scared that they would somehow come over. I was just, because talk about a scary ghost, if already in life they were kind of looking for answers. How far would that walk be from the asylum to your hotel? <sighs> right. Football field? And I kept looking out the window to, for, a, for a, as I've said oh, before, I bet you negligee. Did. I bet about you were 40, looking out 50 there. yards? <laughs> 50 oh. yards? 60? Yeah, that's kind of close. How many yards is... Uh, that many yards in a normal measurement? Yeah, you know me. I'm a big football guy. So I Isn't only measure things. Yards? Like, when's yards, the last time you like said yards? Half, half a football field. Yeah, yeah. You know? that's, that's a better one. I'd say the asylum was about a f as far away as Reggie Jackson's base hit in 1982 <laughs> when they were playing the Orioles. I couldn't think of a second team. Damn, everyone knows. Everyone knows I don't follow You don't have to do school buses or cars. Like, oh, it's about 14 cars, 10 car <laughs> lengths. Three school buses away. <laughs> school buses, yeah, mm -hmm. trucks. Um, yep. Like a semi-length, two semis. Two tractor trailers. How about like a, one of those scooters that you push with your foot? So it's like, it would be a three-minute scooter ride over to the asylum. Oh, yeah. Put it in terms I can understand. And that's, that's how you scare the ghost away. You just take <laughs> one of those lime scooters around there, and they're going to run, go fucking running. How far away was it? About three runs into a Healy coast. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now you're speaking my language. Little ghost <laughs> children from the early 90s rolling by. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. One of the scariest things I've ever experienced that was not ghost was three what looked like high school girls on lime scooters as I was driving down Vine toward Melrose, right where that pavilions is. And it was nighttime and all of a sudden I'm driving down and suddenly, uh, so well, I would be driving south, I guess, away from the Hollywood sign and up Vine in my lane. So they were on the wrong side of the road. They weren't even on the sidewalk. Three girls on those Lime scooters just come straight toward the front of my car screaming. Like, they're all on the Lime scooters screaming. In fear because they didn't know how to stop. I stopped the car, but they basically all had to do like a Blue Angel split on either oh. side of my car. <laughs> and they never stopped. They were like, ah, and just kept going. I was <laughs> just like, fuck. And that was when they were on every corner yeah. and everywhere you went, they were like laying in the, on the sidewalk yeah. and stuff. And yeah. I was like, man, I'm done with these things. I, I used to love them. I rolled one kind of not drunk, but I had had a few beers and I'd roll one from like the theater district in Hollywood to my house in Burbank. Wow. What? Yeah. Over the, over Coinga Pass? I did over the Coinga Pass on the Shit. side of the freeway there at Johnny. about 1130 at night on a Friday. <laughs> no. Yeah, I did it. Can't kill me. <laughs> I'm unkillable, I guess. If I survived that, no, you're I mean, just lucky. You're you're confusing luck for being invincible, Johnny. Please, is there anything more dangerous you? than that? That was so dangerous that I horribly did that. dangerous because there's yeah. nowhere for you to go. And yep. have you ever done the thing where you know there's that bridge? So like, if you're going over Coinga Pass, um, going toward Burbank from Hollywood, right. there's the bridge that you come to, 
So if you were over on, so this is not going to be worth it because it's so hard to explain, but like if you were over on the other side on Ventura, kind of near the Hollywood Bowl, but there's a fen- there's a bridge you can go over. Yeah. yeah. So you can cut over many, at least two times, if not more, I have taken that right, which is a one way and started driving down the single lane and there's two lanes going the other way toward Coenga Pass. And people are driving in my lane of traffic. Like, so Ooh. people think it's a one big, one, one-way street because they don't see other cars. So you just yeah. take that turn, gun it, and you're driving directly towards somebody else driving toward you. Has that ever happened to you? I've never actually driven on that bridge. I always don't go on that bridge when it tells me to go on that bridge because I'm like, fuck, that bridge is a little scary, little stinky bridge. I don't want to go on that bridge. <laughs> it's pretty small. I yeah. use it all the time. Because so I don't want to get down by the arc light. Um, yeah. What am I talking about? The Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> right. That's Highland, basically an extension of Highland. Yes. But right. if you're on the other side, it's like, it's like Barham. It's just like becoming like a very regional. I oh, mean, I can't believe I know all these streets. You ever think about that? You lived here for so long that you know all the streets. You're just kind of like, I want to live someplace else that I can memorize some new streets. <laughs> Yeah, the grid is getting boring. I just know all sure. the goddamn streets. I know yep. all of them. Yep. Yeah, I wish I did. I'm embarrassed how, like right now, I've just nodded approvingly, but I have no idea where you guys are talking about. Oh, so that's because you're a West Side guy. Yeah. If we were saying Third Street Promenade, you'd be yes, 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 Right, us. you're right. You are right about that. Thank you Mar for Vista. making me feel better. 17 um, years over Bundy. there. Bundy. I know that place uh, like the back Bundy of my and ass. Barham. Bundy hey, Ocean, Ocean Park. Oh, mm. you, I'll tell you, you want to see a nice, bright green uh, bike lane that's good for scootering, go down Ocean Park. Park. Yeah, baby. They, and, the, they and, and cross under 6th Street. I'm just letting you guys know I'm from that area. And they have very safe bike lanes they have for scooters as well. I can't believe, though, like you said, Karen, I can't believe those. I thought they would be illegal in one year. Yeah. I saw enough people flying, you know, just families with no balance going way faster than they should go. <laughs> yes. But well, there's, there's definitely less of them, right? There's definitely something's sure. changed. Something's changed for sure. And and I actually, of course, because I made a joke tweet about uh, something about gathering them all up at night and throwing them into a ravine. And then I got 15 um, tweets back about how I was classist and elitist because they're actually <gasps> a really nice way for some people to get around who don't have a car in the city. Or it's just like, how do you not have a car in Los Angeles? I'm so sorry. Like, well, I'm also, sorry I didn't consider you. Uh, there's people who I know who don't have cars and they take the bus all the time. They take the subway all the time. You know, yeah. you take a scooter. Right. Yeah. Well, you should hear Karen talk about these these bus people. She's really down on them. <laughs> oh my Did God. I call Did them they... these bus people? I shouldn't have <laughs> no, said that. was me. These now that was me. <laughs> These bus people, where'd they come from? <laughs> These bus people, they smell, they're haunting us. <laughs> I used to actually take the bus over Coenga Pass my, to my first riding job, and I lived right nearby, and I would go out there and wait for like an hour, an hour and what? a half, waiting for yeah. this goddamn bus. And you, it was I would have to go out there really early to make sure I wasn't late for work because you just couldn't rely on it. That's a bad bus. That's a bad bus line, though. Some of the yeah. bus lines, the opposite. They're like a t- I used to take the one, the seven twenty, which goes down Wilshire. That one's pretty reliable because it runs all the time. That's like those like, big extended buses that kind of have like the little uh, bend in the middle. Yeah, the oh, accordion. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, but I've seen some shit on the buses. I used to ride them all the time. <laughs> I used to take them to auditions and stuff. 
Yeah. yeah. Every time I've taken a bus to an audition, I've had a either a good, a really good audition or I've even like booked it. Oh, booked really? it in the room? Yeah. Yeah, because you're a man of the people and you that's soak right. it up and then you show that, you go up there with exuding relatability. I think that's kind of part of it for real. Or it's like yeah. a thing where you kind of like go through the shit and it sucks so much that when you get to the thing, it's, oh, this is nice. Yes. Yeah, nothing makes you act more than being on a bus. You're trying to act like uh, a, a normal person or I'm not here to make eye contact. You're acting when you're on a bus. I am. I'm not being myself, you know. Really? Swinging my arms erratically and things I do at home. <laughs> but Can't you do that, that shit on the bus. That's you're not the place you can. Yeah. What's the best thing you've seen on the bus, Johnny? Oh, I've seen... The best thing I've ever seen... Some lady got... This was years and years ago. It was me and a bunch of my roommates at the time taking the bus, uh, the number four bus or number two bus? Number two is on Sunset. And Sunset, obviously, is a fucking shit show. Mm -hmm. yeah. And some lady gets on the bus... She's got like a ton of garbage bags. Is obviously a homeless person. And they were making a shitload of racket, right? A lot of noise, just screaming and hollering. And some guy who's in the back of the bus, who I think was in a similar uh, economic situation, but not in a, not not a um, not someone who probably needed to be medicated, gets up and goes, get off the goddamn bus. And he kept saying it to her over and over again. And she got off the bus and the whole bus stood up and clapped for him. And he took a bow. It was the best. He did? He, he took a bow? Yeah. Because he got this lady Aww. off the bus who was like throwing trash at everyone's faces and spitting and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Get off the goddamn bus. That rules. But that's that just rules. one of many, many things. I have a good friend who still rides, been riding transportation for about 15 years every day to his job. And mm -hmm. he sometimes, like once a week, will tell us in a group chat something that he saw that is the most outrageous thing you've ever heard. <laughs> like, if you want, if you're ever like blocked or you want to see something crazy, just ride the subway in LA for like an hour, and you will see yeah. the most disgusting thing, the craziest thing. You'll just see something that is absolutely insane. Yeah. 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 I saw a guy once. I don't know how he got them to stick, but he was covered head to toe in white feathers, like <laughs> as wow. if he rolled around in a chicken coop. Oh. Uh, but he was screaming at people and being intimidating. But at the same time, he just looked like he had had such a fun day. <laughs> so right? it was hard to get mad at him. Either you've been around chickens or you just ripped apart a down comforter. <laughs> and then rolled around with some... Uh, and, but how were they some stuck? Rubber All cement over face, in his hair... Um, one time we were doing a show at the Yahoo workspace or whatever. Remember that in Marina yeah, Del Rey? Yeah. There was something everybody was doing. Probably both of you were there. But I just remember being in the green room and Howard Kramer had to take the bus out there for some reason. And he came in and he was all upset because there were some kids on the bus. And as one of them got off, he just clonked him on the head with his empty, like, Coke bottle that was plastic. So he just got like a empty two liter to the head, like gonk as the kid got off. And I think he said something to him, but just the visual, like Howard was just like, he basically got bullied by some junior high kids on the bus. Yeah. Which <laughs> it was so funny. If you don't know who Howard Kramer is in the comedy world, he is possibly one of the most intimidating looking comedians. It looks yes. like he can handle himself. Oh, yeah. But not. <laughs> Everything changes on the bus. I think there's it has its own um, it has its own hierarchy, and I think 
junior high boys are at the very top of that pile yeah. because they are doing it for each other and they don't give a shit. And if they know they're just going to run and jump off the bus, they're going to do some shit and bonk you on the head and all laugh and run away and you're going to be humiliated. I think they're number two. Number one is old Korean women. Oh. Old Korean women, if you're trying to get on the bus... You will not get on before an old Korean woman. They will fucking elbow you. Really? You are like, you are, they're, they're fucking bitch. They, you're just like subservient. Yeah. They'll kick your ass. In this world, you yeah. got to get yours on the bus. For yeah. real. The old Korean ladies are, they're awesome. Yeah, I, I, that's what I think. I've, I've, I'm open now to a world of hanging out with, Korean couples in their late 70s to 90s <laughs> because of golf. I'm not kidding. Oh, that's oh. true. That's a thing. At, at like, where golf is he going course, with this? For whatever reason. And, you know, they maybe have a Sunday, a Thursday morning golf uh, routine like Vince and I. And uh, they've become friends. They once... With the older folks, it's like quiet, quiet at first, and then and then by the end, it is high fives and hugging and nice. all. It, it's it's been the best thing for me because I've never hang out with old folks ever. Have they right? brought you into the bedroom? Yeah, is well, that's why I was gonna get in. I didn't want to get too risque, but the threesomes <laughs> that I've had these. No. These, I'm just kidding. No. Block, no, block. It's never come block on, this Johnny. It's okay. You don't have to talk about it if you don't want to talk about it. But you know, <laughs> all right. Maybe a they were like seeking... makeout sessions in a golf cart. Only when they win. Only yes, when they win. <laughs> yeah. How else do you reward a, a smooth birdie? A smooth get... birdie over the over the sweater, heavy petting, and you kisses. reward it with another smooth birdie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> they hand you a razor. I'm, I'm going to stop this. Do you remember when um, the Whole Foods on Santa Monica was a Ralph's? And it, we used to call it, this is the 90s. Rock and Ralph's. We used, no, no, the one oh, on um, Santa Monica was Russian Ralph's. Oh, okay. Because it was in the same um, neighborhood as Bar Lubitsch, that one right, that's now right. uh, oh. Whole Foods. But when it was a Ralph's, uh, I remember going in there one time, like before a barbecue, to go get like hamburger buns or whatever. And no joke, there was no one else in the bread aisle. And this Russian lady came up and pushed me over so she could get the thing that she wanted. To get. There you go. That's <laughs> it, was, it. It was fucking legendary. I was like, she literally pushed me out of the way, and there's no one else here. She could have like just paused for 15 seconds, but wow. she has to get hers. <laughs> so I will amend hilarious. my statement. It's not old Korean ladies, it's old ladies at all. Yes. On the yeah, bus. Yeah, yeah. They will yeah. fucking knock you down. Like yeah. badass, tough, like city ladies. City yeah. ladies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, ladies who like lived through dictators and now they right. are, are yeah. not right. with a dictator. Yeah. You don't know where I've been. Push for bread. Push for bread. It's like, hey, this <laughs> is who I am. Push for bread. <laughs> Push for bread, please. I, Out of the way. I admire that. Oh my! You <laughs> had to look at her with some level of admiration. It, I thought it was the funniest thing. Well, also because it was just very unexpected. It was it, it, there wasn't a crowd. It what there was no bread sale. There was no right. like you know. It wasn't like there was a demand but no product or something like that. It was literally we had our choice, our American choice of breads. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if it wasn't that, she would have bopped you on the head with an empty soda bottle. <laughs> They're just a bunch of kids. We're all just kids. Deep We're down. We're just babies, man. Here in L.A. <laughs> We're just We're kids. We're just kids. How real 
Johnny, is your infatuation with garbage trucks? Is uh, it? I don't know. It's uh, it's obviously based in. It's not my infatuation. Right. It's a character that you do. Yeah, it's a character. But um, you know, everything. Doesn't everything, every you ever do, always come from a somewhat of a real place? Because otherwise, you wouldn't really be, a, be able to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm only yeah. myself on a bus. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do think they're interesting. I do think. Uh, That's garbage why trucks I asked. Are interesting. Because you do seem very excited when you post videos of you with garbage trucks. Yeah. it's. I think it's more fun because the character it lets me interact with people in a way I normally yeah. wouldn't. Or in a way I kind of would like to. But you kind of, there's an expectation in public that you are going to act like like an adult. And it lets yeah. me act like a kid. You know, or, or also be an idiot. A lot of times if I have trouble like a like with a customer service issue, yeah. you know, you're talking to some person, whatever it is, I find if you act really dumb, <laughs> like you're having a problem, like you're just like, oh, sweetheart, I'm just doing, I'm sorry. I just, I can't find the email. It's just, oh, I can't figure this out. If you could just tell them that I might be stepping into the bathroom here and if they could just, is there a way they can just come in? Because I just can't, f you know, if you act like, you're the idiot, then it makes yeah. them be like, okay. Let I, me adjust. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you're not the idiot, they're the idiot. But you, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's, like, it's very freeing to be dumb, I think. Not to be dumb, but to be like, um, to like give up the the idea of being, uh, like holding yourself high, holding yourself yeah. up as being like special and just being like a piece of crap on the ground. That's like, oh, I don't know anything. I'm just dumb. You're so, you're you're better than me. Like right. asking people a question, anytime you get to ask someone a question in public who's a stranger, it's, I think it has a disarming quality. A lot of times yeah. people who normally wouldn't approach because they this maybe seems scary. Like a, yeah. like a, someone who's covered in tattoos, who's smoking weed on, on a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> on a sidewalk, you can ask them like, hey, is that is that like a, what kind of truck is that? Do you know? <laughs> they're going to be like, oh, this is like a guy who, you know, probably Adult doesn't know how to get of some kind. Yeah, yeah, something like yeah. that. And they will, they will not say something mean to you. They'll just be like, oh, I don't know. Hey, man. You know, it's like a, yeah, it's like a weird thing. I think, I think it, that's like addictive to me is the idea of getting outside of yourself and being able to basically just have, not have no ego, but like, just taking your ego away. Yeah. I just well, I think hate also, it. Yeah. I think people like to have exchanges with strangers, but they yeah. don't know how, or they're just used to having it be a conflict based right. where it's yeah. like, hey, you can't stand over there or whatever. Where like, that's yeah. what people, that's the expectation. But anytime I'm anywhere and someone comes up and is like, hey, is it this or this? I will talk to that person for Absolutely. 10 minutes. Because I think it's hilarious and great. And like, yeah. who cares unless they're some, like, one time that happened when I was on Hollywood Boulevard and it was because I had a $20 bill sticking out of my pocket and a lady was like, <gasps> do you like those sunglasses? And I was like, I do. I was looking at it like a wall of sunglasses in a $5 sunglass store or whatever. And this old lady was like, do you like these? And I was like, I do. I think they're great. And she's like, okay, have a nice day. And she took the 20 yeah. bucks out of my pocket. She did. How do you know she took it? Well, it was there literally two minutes before. That's what I was using to buy the sunglasses with. So I had just touched it, but I must have like pulled it out oh, a little bit and right. she walked away. And then I was like, God, of course, because there was no, you know, there was no point to the conversation. And she had a big, hilarious smile on her face the whole time. That's funny. Like oh. she was do she was doing something, I could tell. Then I was like, God damn it. 
Hollywood Boulevard has got some critters. I mean, some real, real people. Mm -hmm. What I didn't admit, speaking of losing money in that way, (laughs) when I was calling my motel in Chicago is when I found the money. So I was without sounding like I was being accusatory. I was like, I do, because I remembered finding a safe space for my money, not a pair of underwear. That's the part I couldn't remember. So I called them and I was like, I wondered if anyone on the staff happened to find an envelope with $500. (laughs) I'm of course not blaming anyone. Okay, sir. And and honestly, if someone that works there got $500, then let it be the best tip ever. But if someone came up with it, and for whatever reason, because... They're more of an angel than I would be. Uh, turned it in. That That is mine. You go ahead and give that cash right back to me. And then she's like, well, I will ask the cleaning staff. And I was like, do not. No, because that would be me accusing. And then right then I opened my underwear. <laughs> and it was like, and I'd like you to forget everything I said so far. Because the $500 is currently in my hands. I had it. I'm sorry. And thank you for your time. It was like, I I felt like I was accusing or she thought I was accusing like people that work there of taking the money. And you I was were. like, please don't. Which is ha- I that's wasn't, happened. Though. It's happened. <laughs> I you would know, love someone it. told me once. Someone told me. I would me. love it because I'm the dumb one that put it in a drawer or wherever I thought I put it. I'm like, I would love it if the cleaning staff got it. I honestly, I'm not even kidding. I'm if dumb. You have, I deserve um, it. If you have fun medications at all that aren't just, you know, normal medications, you have anything that's kind of, you know, fun. <laughs> if you do. A Xanax. Yeah, if you have that, you should put it in your safe because it's like of all the things that can be pilfered and not and go unnoticed, it's it's, it's pills. Mm-hmm. And by safe, you mean the uh, Lysol Yeah, that or that like your, uh, you know, the little crinkles. safe in the room if you have one in the room, you know. Do you have a safe? Are you a safe? Oh, yeah, you're like a gun guy. No, you in a hotel room. You're I'm not a gun guy. What are you talking about? I know. I like to mix it up. I mean, <laughs> I have shot guns, but I'm not a gun guy. <laughs> I don't have a safe. I don't own any. I own zero guns. Okay. No, there was a safe in my room. That's the hilarious thing. Oh. Yeah, I know. But I bet you were scared to use it, right? Because you were thinking like, oh, if I put them in here. Oh, I, I forget do, the combination. I yeah. used to do bad stuff when I was younger with the safes in the hotel oh, room. Oh, really? Like I would what? Like, put a bunch of stuff in the bathroom in the safe and lock it. <laughs> like put the <laughs> iron in the safe and lock it. Oh, yeah. Just to prank nice. your parents? No, to, this is at a hotel, Chris. <laughs> you're a not, hotel. You're not on a, I thought you were on a trip No, not, not like as a child. I mean like Did 15 years ago. Did you grow up in a hotel ago. like Madeline? <laughs> <laughs> or, what's her name? Yeah, I grew that up in a Madeline. hotel. I grew up in a hotel. Like, uh, what's her name? Who, uh, Matilda. <laughs> no, she was the one who, whose parents didn't like her. Annalise. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's a book. Oh, I and don't it's know a this little book. girl that grew up in like the palace hotel or or the the main Annalise hotel. Annalise said it's Eloise. Eloise. What is that book? Oh, this is a girl thing. This is girls oh. the boys. I like simplifying the movie yeah. The Professional to that movie about the girl whose parents didn't like her. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what's called in German. That's the German yes, yes. movie, yeah. Yes. Das, das Film Fräulein. Das Fräulein und Parentes. I don't, can't do it. That's it. No, that was spot on. One word German. Fräulein <laughs> ich um, That's pretty good. Johnny, before, because 
your father is a uh, a proctologist. Did he? He's want not you a to proctologist, a... Chris. I thought he was. Why? He's not a Why fucking proctologist. Think... Okay. He's I, a colon rectal surgeon. Oh. What's the difference? Tell us. What is the difference? <laughs> that's like saying so. That's like comparing a bus driver to a fighter pilot. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. But both a proctologist gives with... someone. No, no, no. Okay, listen here. I'm gonna have to get really didactic like with you right and... now. I basically just called him a dentist. No, it's like calling a hygienist a oral surgeon. Okay. No, it's the other way around. It's like calling an oral surgeon a hygienist. Right. Well, so now, a, a you know, we've offended when, a bunch of proctologists. Oh, well, you can't offend proctologists. Why That's not? like offending a chiropractor. It's like offending <laughs> someone who doesn't have a real... Oh, now, you don't know how many chiropractors listen to our podcast, John. I'm sorry to chiropractors. <laughs> I'm sorry to you quacks out there, but... Um, <laughs> A proctologist gives someone a procto. A procto is when you put your finger in the anus and feel around in the the rectum part of the of the colon to right. see if there's any kind of anything going on there. And any Fissures, doctor can give polyps. you a procto. Like sure. a regular a regular doctor can give you a procto. That's yeah. what they do. But he's not a pro, he does do proctos. He has done sure. proctos, but sure. he's retired now, so it doesn't matter. He's but. the man they call. So after they have that investigation, <laughs> yeah. if it if something scary happens, they call your dad. Yeah, right. or maybe they'd have like a, he'd have like a, and he'd have, um, you'd have a colonoscopy to see if you need some, some, something's going on down there, and uh, then maybe you'd ha have an operation. When it goes to the very, to the very yeah. end level, right? That's so funny that you thought that was the same thing. No, you know, it was just a momentary forgetfulness because the only people <laughs> I've seen about my issues were colorectal people. Yeah. Those are yeah. either like a, a gastroenterologist, which is a non-surgeon. Yeah. That's like a medical doctor. Well, it, a, it hasn't been till right now where I right? where I, I deeply offended you. That you didn't I offend me. I guess I, I did kind of. Well, you know what? Well, it's because I grew up in like the most medical town in the world, basically. So it's oh, also Rochester a thing. Is? Davenport, yeah. Iowa. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> and so it's like a thing where I don't know. It's I suppose it's um. I'm not offended by it. I'm not definitely no. not offended. It's more just. But you're the, mad. You're just mad. I'm fucking. I'm I'm livid, Karen. I'm yeah. straight up. I'm I'm livid. I know yeah. Chris really well, so I feel like I can bark at him. Oh God, you <laughs> and can. I know that he doesn't. I know he means well too. I know he like totally means well. Hundred percent means well. My right. my point was: is, Did your father, the colorectal surgeon, of right? high regard, want you to become a lowly proctologist? What or, do you want me? Or um, was there any pressure? He doesn't to be in, care about anything I do, so it doesn't matter. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I suppose to some extent. He must love that you're in movies and TV shows. He must. Every everybody day. loves stuff like that. No, that's not true. Oh no, he hasn't seen any of the movies I've done. What? Is that why you got your ear pierced at Claire's to get his attention? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. think that's. It was sort of a joke. That was a while ago. You saw that clip. I think you saw. It. <laughs> well. Um, this is a professional podcast where we do our research, or actually, Annalise does it. That's awesome. Annalise that does it, on and the list. then Chris does it a little bit, and then I. Don't I know like what's Claire's going on. also. Yeah, so just for yeah. buying gifts for nieces. Oh yeah, it's good for that. Yeah, what would they pierce at Claire's? I think just your ears? ear. I think I think it's about as far as they can go is ear. They wouldn't do nose or septum. maybe a nose, right? Little. One of these, these the septum rings are very popular these days. These it's been a long time ones. since I've been to Claire's. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing now? Would they gauge your ears? You know, oh, would no. they turn your yeah. penis into a snake tongue? <laughs> no, you got to go to one of those guys, one of those yeah. scary guys. You yeah. want to go? 
to he wears the gloves and has like says like okay are you sure yeah yeah just so you know this is permanent yeah there's contracts mm-hmm. there's a surgical stainless steel table right yeah. there's a proctologist there <laughs> and they have a colorectal yeah, surgeon in the out. back just in case they have to extract <laughs> or Casually as when i had out operations uh in austin not only was the surgeon there six or seven unexplained people were in the room to watch what was happening which is comforting this is for your back or leg what was it again my my butt my butt oh you had Mm -hmm. butt surgery well i had uh, some patchwork done i didn't know you had that done yeah yeah a little a little mesh i think what did you have done? Do you want to talk about it or no? Well, I see. He clearly Karen, we're wants to talk out about here. it. Uh, no, no, it, that's it, fine. Well, Johnny and I, for a while, uh, we're going to do uh, something called Tour of Duty. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, duty spelled D-O-O-T-I-E. <laughs> and I apologize for that. It was a good idea at the time. I was scared. I had inflammation. Uh, but I'm doing fine now. But yeah, right. there was people in there, like students maybe. He just yeah. said, don't mind them. Yeah. That's good, though, you know? That's good that you uh, sacrificed that. Mm-hmm. And the procedure took a long time because everyone had to take a look. It was like, how long is this going to take? You weren't under general anesthesia? You were just local? No, no. A substantial amount of pain, and I was talking the whole time. Why would they not put you down? I think there was some local numbing of the actual area mm-hmm. they're working on. We, I mean, this is we're getting into a territory where a lot of people are maybe plugging their ears. Yeah. But to me and you, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, more more and more people are having digestive diseases, actually. It's more common. Everything is. Yeah. But especially that, like, there's young people dying of colon cancer now, like there has never been before. No, why? Because I think it, there's no actual known reason, but a lot of people think it's uh, environmental problems, uh, dietary. Uh, dietary sure. is another one. It's processed uh, foods, man. I feel like a kid that. again because this whole month I've only eaten meat and vegetables and and no nothing else no sugar no dairy really? and I, wow. fe- I yeah i feel like a kid again it's been ridiculous and uh you know if i give more details it'd be graphic and disgusting <laughs> but i feel amazing <laughs> and so i really think it's a food thing like we okay. all yes. you know even a can of legumes or beans as yeah. these laymen would call them i can't even have that you can have oh. beans on this diet you no i mean we've been warned it's the musical fruit <laughs> That's Completely. because it's doing things to make you toot. It does. Right. And, now, it's, <laughs> it's and then a song starts up. But there's also fiber in there. It's, they're good for you. Right, yeah. right. I, but it I has think the, it's that... It's the coating of the bean. It has a thing, I can think of what it's called, like a, a galactan or something like that, mm. where your body can't break it down. Or if it does break it down, it's like a prebiotic and it causes gas and inflammation and stuff. Right. This That's is, where the gas comes from? Yeah. A lot of times, yeah, because it's broken down, like the cellulose gets broken down, I think, by certain bacteria, and it causes it to, you know, it's a bacteria, so it's it's an animal, it's making gas. See, mm-hmm. your dad would be proud that you knew all that. Yeah, sure, Donnie. I guess so. Yeah, I think so <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I'm beyond the, uh, I'm beyond the uh, make dad proud phase. Good. <laughs> That's, you know what? That's all the work you need to do. Yeah, yeah. I've, moved, I've moved past that. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I was told every everything breaks down to some form of sugar. I think that's what they were telling me. Yeah, yeah. no the less more sugar, sugar you, no more you beans. can. But you know, I've gone on as I've talked to you about before: no sugar, no flour diets. Many times, it sugars in everything. So even yeah. if you're doing your best to avoid it, and you think, oh, I'm this this is not a sugary item I need I'm eating, 
there's pro if it was made at a factory, then there's probably yeah. a bunch of sugar in there. Also, type of sugar matters too. The type. Yeah. Like you think about a banana. When a banana is green and you eat it, that can cause intestinal distress because of the type of it's a starch. But when a banana is nice and ripe and yellow and you eat it, it's a it's more more sugar and that's a um, that's not Higher a starchy glycemic thing. index. Right. Mm -hmm. So even though it may be different for the diabetic aspect of it. In terms of digestion, it's easier to digest if uh, a food that it has more sugar. It's like why you can't eat like uncooked potatoes because it's too Wait, starchy. you can't? Well, you should have. <laughs> Sorry, <you know>? Karen. <laughs> or like, you know, if a, cook is, if a potato is like partially cooked, you know how it's like not good? Yes. No. It has yes. to do with that. Like starch versus sugar and sugars, that type of fruit sugar is better for you than the type of starch. What are your thoughts, either of you, on this this trend, and apparently it's wild, even though I just learned about it, of taking a unripe banana and rubbing the banana peel on your face? What? <laughs> yeah, not apparently real. it's Chris, nature's collagen. No. Who told no? you? What's, cal what's collagen? <laughs> yeah, oh, you know, collagen. The collagen, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, collagen, collagen, it's uh, all... You saw, it's like a TikTok thing you've seen, or what? Yeah, what is I'm this? afraid maybe, but I also took it to Google and there was some reference to it there. But they said the green peels are better. What? I'm, yeah. I don't know. I just need a little, just what's the benefit? <laughs> um, right. Collagen, youth, elasticity. Coll I because wish we, I collagen's could... under the skin. So mm -hmm. like you're telling me we're putting some on top and it's going to soak through. A lot of people are doing it. I'm not saying I'm one of the, I'm not, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. Well, now I have to write this down because if it's good, I have to do it too. <laughs> right. I, I wanted to let you all know that Banana we peel. Keep, keep going out for these, these 30 year old auditions. If we start rubbing <laughs> banana peels on our face, it's, that's we're my secret. and shop. I feel like bananas are so common that we would have known a long yeah. time ago if they were that yeah. good for the face. I do I think, think it's, you have we're to do it every through. day like a weirdo to see any results. This is maybe. BS. This, this is, is a, like a this is a trick. Then no monkey would ever have a wrinkle because you know they've been doing <laughs> that shit for a while. Like, come on, let's just apply a little bit of jungle logic to this. Right. You know, it's different from just eating the bananas. I don't think when we watch monkeys play, and I do all the time, I'm at the zoo daily, <laughs> they never actually take the peel and rub I, it on no, their... They when never we, do. When, the sentence of when we watch monkeys play is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> that's, a, that's our new... I, when we watch a, monkeys play, the Chris uh, Fairbanks story. Again, <laughs> again, it's just TikToks. There's a really good TikTok right now from those TikTok uh, Senate hearings. And oh. there's a woman, and it's basically the guy that's the owner of TikTok. And then a woman goes, if everybody will please take a look at this video. And then you see the guy that owns TikTok turn and look and you see all the people turn and look and then people just insert any video they want oh, and that's then great. and then she's like i rest my case and so <laughs> the last one i just saw was a baby monkey just pushing a like a the straw that was in the pen that he was in he's just scooting his butt along and pushing this little pile of straw and that's the whole video and then she's like <laughs> i rest my case yeah it's the best the oh. most wholesome thing that mm -hmm. tiktok has provided which is <laughs> Animals do it. There's another, people keep sending me this because I, I talked about that fox that tried to put my golf ball in the hole. And mm -hmm. I know he was. Ooh, really? And, uh, sorry, coyote, coyote. That's but so But he was cool. so pretty. He was kind of half fox, I think. Tell Johnny the story so he knows what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Johnny, I was, I was golfing 
I didn't see, I saw the flight path of the ball, but I didn't see where it landed. And then I saw a coyote run onto the green, but he's behind these mounds, these little hills. Mm -hmm. And then when I got there, my ball was almost in the hole. He understood (laughs) golf. He understood that that's where I was hitting it. And he tried to help me. Would this same coyote bite me if I was on a walk? And no, yes, it yes. wouldn't. It wouldn't bite you. You're but sure, the, the Johnny? The new one that yeah. I saw TikTok video was a bird grabbing a golf ball and realizing they bounce on cement. So he'd go onto the green, grab the ball, run over to the the path for the golf carts, and swing his head up. He had a big long neck and bounce it straight <laughs> up in the air and watch it, and then just do a dance, all excited. <laughs> it was the most simple interaction but it made me i watched it over and over it's just like an animal doing like the monkey scooting along so i'm gonna to gather this straw just because yes. i'm playing animals playing <laughs> yeah yes. they're just they doing a thing just because they're bored and they're playing is the best animals like celebrities are just like us they, yeah exactly <laughs> they we, want they what we want yeah they want to have a good time they want some yeah. fun there is one where these you hear and i think they're russian but I'm not sure. It's like three girls going over the side of a boat looking down. And then you see this beluga whale come up with a cell phone in its mouth and come up out of the water. And they take the cell phone and go like and rub its nose and it swims away. I saw that one, but it also kind of like made me sad. I'm thinking like, okay, now let's destroy its environment. Yes. (laughs) You know what I mean? mean? Like they're so, uh, yeah, it's just sad. But it's also, we don't deserve it. We shouldn't be out there. We don't deserve them. Yeah. But then look, they also will do stuff for us. <laughs> yeah, they're for they'll for, they're forgive forever. Yeah. They'll forgive us for the for the long and long until we become a ghost that will haunt the beluga whale. Where's yeah. my fucking cell phone? Where's my cell phone? <laughs> right. That's what makes me well up with tears is you know that dolphins are smart enough to understand that we are the reason the ocean's gross and when you're yeah. in a boat, one of the things making it gross and they're like, whatever, though. I want to bond with these humans. And they dive next to the boat, which I've experienced, and it's the best feeling ever. They mm-hmm. want they want to be like, hey, look at me. And it's like, I am looking at you. And it's the best interaction. Yeah. I mean, but you know that there's, they have a sensor that we don't even understand, and it does, we've never studied it. And they're like, can read our minds. And they know that we're all just really damaged, sad. They're like kind of probably pity us a little bit, where it's like, kidding. here, no. look at me, jump out of the water so that you're not so depressed. Or that I, you stop thinking about your childhood. Come on. See, much like you haven't heard of the banana peel facials, <laughs> which by, oh there's God. a whole world of believers. I've never heard that dolphins can read my mind. I just made it up. <laughs> they do. They do have a thing. Damn it. They kind of can read like sonar, I guess, and they can image it or something like that. They can like, um, it's something with the with the sonar things that they can do that we can't. Well, when there's, I was one time, this was when I very first moved to LA and we were trying to go out to a very fancy party and I left like the animal planet on in the background while I was getting ready in the front bathroom and my roommate was in the back bathroom. So I could hear there was, there was like a special on dolphin magic or whatever. And there's a whole thing when you put dolphins in a tank, they know if there's a bunch of children and any of them have any kind of a... Um, disability of any kind, they go straight to that child and they Whoa. they stay by that child and they make sure that child is fine because they can't, like you're saying, they can sense and that the, and also when they do uh, 
when they study children that interact with dolphins in the water, the, their brains light up in ways that they normally Whoa. don't because oh, of dolphins. I love it. And so as I was getting ready for this party, I was just trying to put on makeup, but I kept crying <laughs> because I just, everything they said on this thing is like, dolphins know, and there's a healing power. And I was like, oh my God. And just like, just trying to power through, keep the mascara going. Dolphins oh. also are known to rape. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. I guess that's true. You know, they, it do, is they true. Do, do that. So, well, they're wild animals. They're wild keep, animals. So, but that keep they doing that, by the consent's way. Consent's never an issue with a wild animal. That's they not. Also do, it doesn't apply. Yeah, they they kill the other other pods young for sport sometimes too. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, I mean, everyone's got a dark side. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. Yeah. <laughs> They contain multitudes, dolphins. Everybody's got a dark side. Come on, man. Everybody's got Come a dark on. side. Sometimes like, you kill the youngins. Just yeah. like hey, hey, man, everybody's got hey. a dark side. <laughs> I can't feed all hey. these mouths. Look, you know, I, yeah, did I do some bad stuff? Yeah, but have you heard what dolphins done? <laughs> okay, I rest my case now. Well, I rest my case. She get the heat off me for once. Look, oh, yeah, did I break in there and do bad stuff? I did. <laughs> Have you seen what dolphins are doing on when well, we're not looking? Okay. It makes what I done look like I just done nothing at all. Nothing at nothing tall. I did nothing at all. These nothing dolphins tall. out there just ripping and raping and killing and on every sort of every sort of just nasty contribulation ventriculars of you can possibly understand. For the vermicelli. Yeah, Ten minutes later. Uh, <laughs> delightfully bonding with our children. Right. You just got to catch them the, in the right mood. At the Maui Four Seasons yeah. lower pool that you paid for. Oh my God, wouldn't that be nice? I need to go to Hawaii. It's been a while. That place Do you have any dirt on otters? Because uh, <laughs> I'm going to walk off. No, yeah. I don't actually, but I don't know. Yeah. Otters are, otters are um, they can do no wrong for me. Yeah, they really The greatest. Are. I mean, I know that they're kind of detached parents. <laughs> no, they're not. I, I, no, they keep their always... little their little child right there, and they float around with them. Yeah, and then and scoot them aside to crush abalone on their chest. I mean, well, on a bed of fine. Cup. They're doing fine. They they're, are. Leave them alone. Who cares? Let them I, be. I'm one of their biggest advocates. That was what I said at the top of the otter topic. Oh, I mean, sorry, who's, I was, I was who's not the into otter? Who's like, oh man, otters? They suck. Yeah, I'm so sick of these otters coming down and wrecking my boat. <laughs> it would have to be someone, someone that hates pets. Otters keep wrecking my goddamn boat. <laughs> I'm trying yeah, to swim yeah. in the arena. These otters keep destroying my <laughs> my my boat. They're they're chewing on the side of my boat. These There's freaking like otters are chewing on the Minnesota side of my otter. boat. You know how many ropes I had to buy this year <laughs> due to otter tooths. They put their cute juice all over the board and wrecked it. <laughs> it's like acid. Acid in there, gosh. It's like milk. <laughs> milk. <laughs> yeah, got some milk. Johnny, what have you... Do you want to plug anything? Uh, do you sure, want yeah. this to come to any kind of point for you, this this podcast. Uh, I mean, I've, I've given up on that a long time ago. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I don't know. You can, I just, uh, you can just Google me. Yeah, you know, just Google <laughs> just me. JohnnyPemberton.edu. Yeah, you know, check out my Instagram. I've got, I've got videos on there. Check out my YouTube. I put the same videos on there that are on nice. the Instagram. You can, Smart. Same you can videos watch on the Twitter. Him use his yeah. dog as a desk. 
Yeah, you can watch that. That's a classic, Chris. That's a good one. And the dog, the dog uh, <laughs> seems to be patiently enjoying the the symbiotic relationship. It's a mutual she loves it. enjoyment. She does. She loves it. She loves to. She lives to serve, as they say. Mm. Yeah. Or it's abusive. You decide. <laughs> this has been just kidding. <laughs> Someone out there would say that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. Oh God. Do you make her sit in a chair, strap her into a like an air-on chair at the desk? No, never do oh, that. Great, I mean, she's great. actually the desk. Her back, one time I put my laptop on the back of her. Yeah, the dog is just standing on all fours, very still, and he puts his laptop <laughs> on her flat back, and he's just typing, and the dog just <laughs> is looking off in the distance, trying not to move, and it's yeah. really great. Anyone that's going to argue with a video like that, doesn't do anything else online but argue because mm -hmm. that is a dog's dream that you are doing what you need to do but also paying attention to them at the same time. Yeah. yeah and I bet you it. that laptop's warm. Oh, oh yeah. you make a valid It's like point. a nice heat patch yeah. on her back. Yeah, she and also was only for about mm, four or five seconds. So <laughs> I kind of so too. Calm down. Yeah. Oh, you don't do it for hours at a time as you write um, your great American novel? No, I don't actually. I don't put my laptop on the uh, the the rounded, slippery back of a dog <laughs> for hours at a time in a position okay. that hurts my back to use. <laughs> okay. I mean, but, as long you claim that, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I should promote this. I'm doing my solo show a bunch coming up. Oh, uh, where are you doing like, it? Uh, I'm doing it at the uh, Elysian, at the Lyric, and at the uh, the Broadwater Theater. It's not for another two months or so, but I'm doing about a run of six or seven shows. Great. Would you like yeah. to divulge any? What are we? Are we going to get to know yeah. a new Johnny? Basically, I mean, I've done it before, but I'm bringing it back. So I, I was working on a show for about six months, and um. That won't be coming out for a long time, and I can't even talk about it yet because it hasn't been announced. But um, now I'm doing the show again, and I'm really excited about it because it's like a solo show. It's called Minnesota Reggae Colostomy Bag, and it's kind of about <laughs> about those things. For, Did right? you say reggae? In Minnesota Reggae Colostomy Bag, yeah. It's like, you yes. know, it's like my, my one-hour special, but it's on yes. stage for right now. Do you know that I uh, have an affinity and enjoyment of reggae? Um, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, no. well, we have a lot to talk about after this is done. We Chris, are golfing. you trying to accuse Johnny of stealing your bit? Is that what's happening right here? Yes, that was my legal tone. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's what I Goddamn thought. Goddamn honor stole my bit. <laughs> no, you know, I just, you know. <laughs> I just, I just, I just want to collaborate. <laughs> okay, I'm down to club, right? And also, I need to get the uh, name of your help for Honda person because I want a Honda oh, yeah, yeah. prologue. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Let's all get Hondas. Let's get some high end Honda vehicles. Ooh, Honda Car Club. Yeah, I should get a fit a Honda Fit for Ooh. like a weekend car because man, mm -hmm. I loved that car. It was like I drove it. All I did was put gas in it, and every once in a while, made sure there was oil in it, and that was yeah. it. And, and not until I crashed it terribly did uh, it ever fail me. Well, not yeah. once. The, the Honda Prologue is an all-electric, uh, all-wheel drive, very, and it doesn't look like a Honda. It looks beautiful, like the car I sent you pictures of on my vision board, Johnny. It's Porsche-like. It's a, a right-hand drive, though, isn't it? No, no. This is a new car that's coming out oh, this right, year. Okay. It's electric, and I'm yeah. going to get an electric car so people like me. Is it? <laughs> that'll do it. Yeah. Um, is it? Uh, does it look like an SUV? No, it, it looks. It's really. Oh, I'll send you a picture. It's just gorgeous. It's like it's a hatchback, like kind of. 
Yeah, yeah, like a hatchback, kind of SUV-ish, but it's nice and rounded and there's no weird... It doesn't look like the taillights are angry with you. They're just horizontal, (laughs) like like a line of electricity, like a lot of those electric cars. It's just kind of like Tron looking. Okay. Looks like it's straight out of the movie Tron. Great. Yeah, it is great. (laughs) Let's all get one. Okay. Yeah, we'll drive around together like a motorcycle gang. Quietly. We're gonna go. We're gonna go park in the pavilion's parking lot and stand around outside our cars. <laughs> yes. Right. Just not cigs. understanding what's yep. under the hood. Just Smoke a big cigs. battery. Eat Doritos. Wear different track suits. I'll wear a green one. You wear a white one. Chris, you like can have this. a black one. I like where this is going. Love I it. do too. All right. See you at the first meeting. <laughs> Johnny, you're always fun to have around. Oh, it's Johnny, super fun. we love, I love you. it. We I love, love you, you. I really do. This is very fun. Super fun. I want, just wanted to say that off the record while recording. <laughs> this is a good one. It was this a good is, one. This was real. It was. And it was necessary. <laughs> it was. Yeah. You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N-A-R. <laughs> This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced by Annalise Nelson. Mixed by Edson Choi. Our talent booker is Patrick Kotner. Theme song by Karen Kilgariff. Artwork by Chris Fairbanks. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dynar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R Podcast. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Do you need a ride? Uh, did we get that? Beautiful. Yeah, we got it. I was still recording. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Follow Do You Need a Ride on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you never miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. And visit the exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Do You Need a Ride merch. <laughs>